Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Hi. Hey, girl. <laughs> this is your friend, Nicole, the not audio engineer. Mm-mm. She is a woman of many talents, but she's definitely not an audio engineer. Mm-mm. Why oh. can I not hear? It feels so good to be back in the saddle. Oh, my God. Back- I can totally hear you. That's so awesome. Maybe I should wear headphones. Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can. Good. Back oh. in the saddle. Back in the saddle again. Oh, that's what I was trying to Okay. Ah! <laughs> Isn't that Steven Tyler? I don't know. I don't I'm know. not even going to pretend to know. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Oh my God, how are you? Oh my God. Oh shit. This is going to be a nice, juicy, meaty episode because it's been a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. I feel good though. I feel good because um, I realized missing the podcast made me realize how important it was to me. Because <gasps> I was like, oh my God, I kind of have some nervous energy and what am I doing with it? And is it healthy? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, if this podcast was ever gone, I would miss it. Like it's definitely, and I've said that multiple times. Yeah. It felt good to miss it a little bit. We hope that you would miss it too. Yeah. Audience podcast land. We know that you love us though, because you tell us all the time. Oh, speaking of, thank you. Katrina listeners. Katrina, thanks for getting back to us. Yeah. Katrina. Yeah. She's totally is going to be, um, going to seminary school. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then thanks, Kathy Mutchler, for reaching out. I really appreciate that. We were wondering if she was still listening. Oh, right. And good. she is. Oh, good. And then Rob. Rob. And Rob's mom. Rob's mom. Rob's mom. Mm-hmm. Rob's mom. Sherilyn, I understand why you listen. Hopefully this is entertaining, <laughs> but I know that you're getting a lot of updates on what's happening in Rob's life, in our life. Yeah. So we still, we appreciate you listening. Yeah. So thank you for and thanks to it. everyone else who didn't get mentioned in this episode, but we know you're out there. Thank you so much for your support. We love you. We do. We do. Oh my gosh! So they've most likely heard the the last episode with Eric Prince. Oh my god! By now, which was so fun to do. That was another amazing, inspirational moment for me in podcast land. That was the best. Getting to talk to him. That was reinvigorating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yep. was funny. Smart, engaging. He really, I think, challenged my belief system and expanded my mind. Yeah, he certainly did. He made me, you know, think about how much, you know, just the little things you get up and do and decide to do every single day that, you know, really add up to the most impactful change that you can achieve, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I cried on the way home after interviewing him. Oh my God. You've got to meet him in person. He's amazing. I know we got to, we got Um, to, we will. So if you didn't listen to it, if you were under a rock, yeah, don't (laughs) miss it. Go back. Yeah. (laughs) Listen to the last episode. We had so much fun, so much fucking fun. It was, it just, it was very natural. It was a good one. Mm -hmm. And it inspired me 
to think about something that I've been thinking about doing for years. And it actually goes back to like my childhood. Did you ever come over to my house? You might not have. And seen like my room, I always had like fashion models and like things all over my like doors, just models and clothing. And my mother had a large collection of designer magazines and I don't know. I've always been interested in like fashion and clothing design. And it kind of, Eric made me think that I could maybe do it. Like if I just focused on like women's dresses, which are my favorite thing to wear, but are constantly hard to find, like in a silhouette that's flattering on everybody. But it just made me think, gosh, if I could, um, you know, take my you know, ideas to, um, a pattern shop and have somebody make a pattern for them and then put them into production. And I kind of got out like a little notebook and jotted down some ideas. And then I got caught, I got stuck (laughs) and was like, am I, would I be just like a ripoff artist or would I really be a clothing designer or how, how many silhouettes are there out there? You know? And like, does that, are you even considered a designer if it looks like something that It's already been done before, you know? And so that stopped me in my tracks. I was like, oh, you know. My advice, worry about that when you're thinking about going to fashion week. Yeah. Like, don't let that stop you. Yeah. You know, it takes you, you, you're a designer if you're designing dresses. That's, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, we have the human form to work with and just make it look good, (laughs) right? Mm Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, yeah. So that was kind of fun. I, I um, felt really good about that and inspired and felt like, felt good that I wasn't ignoring what I really wanted to do for the first time because I just thought it was too insurmountable. Oh. You know, because I'll, I'll, I think you know what you want to do, but you're, you're kind of embarrassed to admit it because you're like, gosh, if I don't do it, then, then I'm, oh my God, I forgot to tell you this. Did, did I tell you what Wilder wrote down? He wrote down the most inspirational quote. He was like, if you're not the person that you want to be, you're not the person you need to be. (gasps) And it was like, Wilder, oh my God, that's so profound. And I was like, we're rubbing off on you, kid. But um, I'm not going to take any of the credit. But um, it made me feel like that. Like, I kind of want to be a fashion designer, but if I'm not, if I don't ever end up fulfilling that goal, will I just be a loser? No. But it felt good to be like, this is what I kind of want to do. This is why, though, this is why people don't jump off and do what it is that they want to do because they're they're afraid. Yeah. So, you know, like, and then they they, they quit before they start. Yeah. But you got to try first. You do. Gotta try. Gotta try. You had to just do like one little step at a time. And that made me feel like now that I'm at the point where I have an idea and I really know what I want to do, it'd be good to get a life coach because that person's just going to push you, push you, push you. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I can use this as my life coach situation. Mm -hmm. You can like make me report out to you every week. Yeah. I'm actually going to be in the audience right now. So Allie. Yeah. I want you to make a design and get it to be next week. (gasps) On paper? Yeah. Okay. Something that you would send to whoever. That place on Beacon Hill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Okay. I'll do it. Just do it and feel... I'll work on it. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
That's awesome. I'm glad you were so inspired. Yeah, it was awesome. It was good. Opens up a door. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? You've been doing cool things, too. I know you just got back from a trip. Oh, well, you know, I think I'm finding my voice with this whole nursing thing. Yeah. Um, So that's been a real journey for me. I... I think that I've, hmm, it's like, I know what I think we should be doing in the nursing profession to take care of ourselves, but I don't have the balls enough to say like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing a lot of reading and literature perusing and, um, I'm like feeling really inspired and I, I feel like I'm like, uh, what's that? like a skeleton getting like just getting flushed out with yeah. like and filled out and yeah you know mm-hmm. like being able to say okay well now I've got the roots mm-hmm. and, and and getting more context into the, like the true way and belief and belief system that we can heal ourselves as a profession mm-hmm. so that's amazing I can't evolving. wait to hear what your your whole talk is going to be about because it could be really brand new you know, with all of the lit searches you've been doing and all the mm-hmm. research and you could come up with something that's really sustainable and life changing for people. You can do it. I don't know. I may. Yeah. Let's let. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, at times I feel like maybe I could. Yeah. But then fear creeps in and I'm like, maybe I can't. Yeah. So, you know, I choose to feel the fear and do it anyway. Okay, good. Okay. I'm going to feel it with you. You do it. Feel it. Are you oh, feeling it? Hurt. It hurt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it hurt? Oh, fear is the worst. Yeah. But. God, why is it here? You know, you do something that's a little scary, and then you go like, okay, that wasn't so bad. You do mm-hmm. something else, and then it's not mm-hmm. so bad, and then you just keep going and going and going. Mm-hmm. It gets better every time. Yeah. Do you want to talk about our meltdowns? Yeah, what about, did you want to talk about Mexico at all? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm very lucky. I just got back from Mexico for a week, and it was just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. We were in Sayulita, Mm -hmm. which is north of Puerto Vallarta. Mm, I want to see some pictures. Mm, Oh, I should show you some. Um, Spoke a lot of Spanish. That was really fun. Nice. We just got to be in the sunshine and ate a lot of tacos and... um, Anyway, it was great. Oh my god, I love that. No alarm tacos. clock. No agenda. Agenda. There was some, there had a few things here and there, but mm-hmm. it was the best. <sighs> and now I actually came back last night, and I was like, God, Rob and I both like the cold feels great here in Seattle. Really? Yeah, it you're felt, appreciative. Yeah, it felt really good because mm-hmm. it was fucking hot down there. Yeah, and really humid, so we did a lot of sweating. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you don't look like tan or sunburned or really? anything. Look at the back of my neck. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But you must have taken good care of your skin as well. We I'm did saying. pretty good. Yeah, we Which did. Which is yeah. good. We did pretty good. Nice. Um, oh, and the whole point of trying to go to Mexico is, you know, I want to live the dream yeah. of working remotely and living in another country. And so we did. We looked at we looked at property down there to see if we could maybe work it out so tbd everybody yeah Ooh, put us on the uh 
Stay tuned, burner. Stay tuned the for back more. <laughs> um, anyway, do you have a do you have a meltdown moment? I do. I don't want to talk about it too much. But maybe um, that means you should. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, my a good friend passed away this week, and it was so sad. He had a um, a chronic illness that was really debilitating, and it was an autoimmune disorder, which are normally pretty mysterious and hard to treat and manage in general. And um, I, I just felt lucky, I guess, at the end of the day that he and I had spent time making sure that we were in a good place, you know, and kind of expressed, you know, yearly gratitude via text or phone call or, you know, whatever we possibly could just to say, you know, I, I'm, I love you. I'm thinking about you. And, and even though we don't hardly ever see each other, I'm glad that we're, you know, connected and, you know, that I'm, I'm glad you're, you know, alive and well. And, and I hadn't really, um, connected with him much during this year, but last week prior to his passing, I did reach out and he got back to me and we said a few short words. He did not allude to the fact that he was dying. Um, but I'm sure that's kind of how he wanted it. Um, I kind of regretted having not, um, called, mm-hmm. you know, just to check cause we were just kind of texting back and forth. Um, but anyway, I've kind of let it go and let the universe, you know, take it from here. Cause I don't want to not move forward, you know, cause that can be really detrimental. Well, everybody processes grief differently. Yeah. Too. Um, I'm sorry. Thanks, hon. May he, yeah. may he rest in peace. He was yeah. young. He was 38. He was really young. Um, and I think that, you know, they're going to do a memorial after the new year, which I think is really smart and wise because I think everyone is just in raw grief mode right now and processing everything. But, um, yeah, he was, a, he was a great friend, a funny person and just, you know, super fun. He represented a time in my life that was extremely fun, which was my early twenties. Formative um, years, dude. What? Those are formative years. Oh yeah. And then, um, yeah, so we've been friends for two decades too, which is, which is a nice amount of time to really get to know somebody and you end up really knowing who they really are. So, um, but yeah, that was a meltdown. That that's been hard, but I feel like I kind of turned a corner yesterday and I'm able to like get through a day without crying, which feels good. You know? Yeah. Every a lot of people are out there feeling sad right now, so Thanks for sharing. If you re- you know, reach out to each other too. It's been nice to read a lot about what's, you know, what he meant to people on Facebook and things like that. I'm not super active on social media, but it's been comforting you know, actually to hear from other people and see all the pictures and, you know, know that he was really, really loved by a lot of people. It's mm. been comforting. So that was, that's been like the upside, I guess. What about Sorry. your meltdown? I know you have a funny one. Well, kind of, it's a near death experience actually. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> I might get some shade from this but that's okay i've gotten, I think gotten so. it before so i'll be, be all right yeah um so uh i feel weird talking about this on the heels of talking about your friend that's okay but we have a we have a cat 
who has not been in the greatest health over the last year. And he's been declining. He's lost weight. He's newly diabetic. He's on insulin. And before we left for Mexico, he stopped eating. He like didn't eat very, very much at all for like a 24 hour period. And I was like, Oh God, he's going, he's dying. I can't, I think he's dying. I think it's time. And I talked to Rob about it and he agreed. And, um, we were going to bring him. <laughs> we were going to bring him to the vet, you know, that night or the next night, because we were leaving for Mexico on a Friday, and this was like a Wednesday. And I'm like, oh God, like we're this, we're going to leave, and our cat's going to die on our house sitter, and I can't have him, I can't have anybody else go through that. So that's the part of the decision making decision, and also there's the reasoning behind it. And then he. He, you know, might have a new kitty cancer, mm-hmm. like a kitty leukemia, because some of his blood counts were off. Mm-hmm. This was like a few weeks ago. So in my mind, I was just putting it together, like all of this was happening and he was dying. And so anyway, because he's a well-loved cat, a few people wanted to come over and say goodbye. One of them was my sister who saved his life. She like made a special thing of food for him and he ate it, mm-hmm. all of it. Ravished oh, it, good, and then uh, then kept eating, and then kept eating the next day, and the next day. So, so he's very much alive, and he—I yeah. don't know what was wrong. Rob's like, maybe he just had an upset tummy. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, right, okay. We almost put you put you down, Francis, but yeah, it wasn't your time. No, this cat—that's cat, a good story to share. You know, like, that cat, don't give up. Don't, don't give, give up, up too early. I know. I, I mean, this cat, he got his leg amputated when he was like six months old and we didn't do it, but they declawed his front paws at the same time when they did that. And then he had like a stone that was in his urethra when he was seven years old. And if we didn't cut it out, which meant amputate his penis, he would die. So he was, he's no penis. He has no balls. <laughs> he's missing a leg. He doesn't he have front no claws. claws. <laughs> this poor cat has no man. And now he has diabetes and maybe a kitty leukemia, but he's going to live. Yeah. But he's fucking he's still hanging in. Very there, much man. alive. That's a, that's a fighter. <laughs> Francis. Francis is also a fighter. Oh, oh anyway. So, well, good. You've got another little... more time with your kitty cat. Mm-hmm. That's important. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yes? So anyway, he's very much alive, Francis. Good. Um, so one of the things I, I just wanted a cute. I wanted to share a cute little thing that um, from my parenting. Um, one of the joys of parenting. For those of you that don't know, Allie is a mom of three kids. Yep, I got three little little kitty cats at home and they're just so much fun a ton of work but um a great parenting moment is when you get wilder like well maybe it's not just wilder but um his teachers everybody at shorewood elementary school's teachers write them little letters that they get in their mailbox and one of wilder's was hello wilder thanks for giving 100 percent. it's a blessing to have you in class love his teacher or not, it didn't say I love, but it just said Mr. Blank. And it was just like, you know, ah, that feels so good to know that, like, 
your children are doing well in school and that they're thriving and enjoy learning and loving it. And that's just so nice. It's got to be the ultimate gift. It is, especially since you really never know how you're doing. And I also got a shitty note from my daughter that said, Mom, you're a shit mom and you're stupid. <laughs> this weekend. And when I left for for the podcast, she was like, you know what? You really don't like spending any time with your family. And I was like, you really turd. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, what about yesterday when we went like Halloween costume shopping and stuff like that? I was like, Kenley, please don't take it personally, but I don't want to sit around the house all day on the weekends. I have tons of stuff to get done, you know, and had to get up and get groceries. And, you know, she doesn't quite connect the dots all the time, but she's only seven. So right. <laughs> I'm going to cut her some slack. And I made her take back what I, she said. Good. She said, yeah, you're right, mom. I love you. Good. Um, about the, you're a mm-hmm. shit mom. It's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. Neither so. of those are true. Because I did something nice for her. And, you know, it's just like, hey, I'm not that bad. Be nice. Be nice. Yeah. You can't paint people with a broad brush stroke. Mm. Right? We well, all can be shitty little assholes once in a while. Yeah. We know that. Ooh, yeah. I think it's good to think about, focus on the positive. Yeah. Like, you have these two moments. Your kid, one kid gets high praise, one kid is a shithead for a minute. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I said that about Kenley, but... It's fine. (laughs) She can't be. Not that, I mean, I know, anyway, whatever. We all can't be. Yeah. I'm judging what she wrote as being a shithead. Yeah. Anyway, she, but it's like, you know, focus on the positive. One kid made you, one, you know... You have praise over here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? We're talking about inspirational things now. So you went to see Deepak Chopra, right? I did. Yeah. I went with my sister and, um, oh my gosh, he has a new book out. Um, and it's called Metahuman. And anyway, well, he took us to outer space. Literally, he talked about dark energy and dark matter and um, all the multitude of the universes and ever expanding um, galaxies. And I'm just my mind was like, whoa. But he talked about the seven pillars of health. And Mm -hmm. the last one, I'll just say what they all are. But the last one was awareness which is where that that space where you go when you are in the moment and you can drop down. I don't know if I'm going to find this alley. It's that it's in your, your consciousness Mm -hmm. when you're in the now Mm -hmm. here and the now and so present. Um, There's some thought that there, and I have to recognize Amy in this. She was talking about it that night that the, reality that what we're experiencing is a reality is a dream and what is really a reality is consciousness Mm. and so it was a trippy evening Mm -hmm. because sort of challenged our beliefs like are we you and i right now in a dream alley Mm -hmm. is this a dream yeah and the real real deal is if we go deep into their mind and that's where we are hmm and if energy never goes away and never, I mean, energy is... It just transcends. Yeah. So mm-hmm. are we always here? 
you're going to be always here? Mm-hmm. Where does the soul go when you die? Mm-hmm. Are we just always just drifting on this plane? Yeah. Forever without form in our souls? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've been thinking about that too. Just wondering, you know, all about what what happens after death and why hasn't science been able to explain that yet? I mean, come on, man. I mean, they, they've no, figured out a whole unknown. lot of shit, but cannot crack what, what happens after you die. Yeah. But yeah, there are some definite theories out there and Andrew was even filling me in on some, um, ideas that like, this is all, what, what was it? He didn't use like a matrix, but just like a simulation. Yeah, that's was, exactly what Amy was talking about. Yeah. So. so. This is a simulation and what's really happening is in our collective consciousness, if we close our eyes and then go in that space, mm-hmm. that's the reality. I don't know what's in there. It feels like nothing. <laughs> whole lot of fucking nothing. Like. Even if I'm, I'm meditating, I thought we we're supposed to be perfectly clear. And maybe that is no. what's going on. It's no, just I, like, the, so when you meditate, <laughs> thoughts come, they go. Yeah. They come and they go. Yeah. That's normal. That's your brain. Your brain secretes forty to 50,000 thoughts a day. Yeah. Anyway, it's very normal. But I think the thing is to be the watcher, the observer, and the just just watching, watching him go, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so when, oh gosh, what was, who was I listening to? Um, Jack Cornfield. He says, you know, we think about like how, how profound we are. Sometimes we're like sitting and meditating and we're like thinking like, oh, how are we going to make, we're thinking about world peace. And then all of a sudden it's like, what's for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> gotta be Courtney always joked about how um she went she did some like seven day meditation or something and she was like you wouldn't believe how many times the Olsen twins popped into my <laughs> mind <laughs> this was many years ago but <laughs> that always cracked me up I was like oh my god really <laughs> those two. Oh my god That's so funny so what resonated with you what, what was your takeaway from that hmm <laughs> Well, I think awareness is key. I think I think just trying to be present is mm-hmm. the is the, is the biggest challenge. The biggest, of all. yeah, because we're always in. The, so we're never in the moment. We're always in the past, uh-huh. ruminating on what happened, what didn't happen, mm-hmm. and then or we're thinking of the future and scheming and planning and scheming and planning and like tomorrow. It's I've got a little bit of the Sunday scaries. I've got to go back to work. I mm-hmm. don't want to. Don't well. I'm thinking about all the fucking twelve million things I have to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But right now, actually, I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. You listener are here with us. Mm-hmm. I can see the beautiful fall trees. Mm-hmm. Beautiful woman, Allie Sundet, in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just sitting here having a chat. Yeah, and isn't even more than that too. Like, um, I can feel the microphone in my hand and. My stomach kind of hurts <laughs> or it smells like, you know, breakfast or, you know, just like, like the whole experience of mm-hmm. awareness and like my feet are flat on the ground and my body's my crooked. posture is not good. <laughs> yeah. I kind you of know. need to go pee. Yeah. And just like, yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are right now. Here we but are. I think the beautiful thing is actually 
you and I right now yeah. talking in this way, I don't think we're going to forget it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Because we're more present to this moment yeah. right now. Exactly. Yeah. I hope you guys at home <laughs> can be present wherever you are. Yeah. Just it's, don't it's close your eyes. It's a practice. It's a practice. It is a practice. You have to keep practicing it. Yeah. But there's a lot of really amazing benefits from being mindful, from meditation. You mm-hmm. really can reduce your anxiety. You yeah, really can. And reproduce your own brain matter or like the, yeah. the things that you need to. Neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yep. Yeah. We can actually change our brain over time. Mm-hmm. Oh God. It was so weird. It, Deepak was like talking about how we really don't know very much about the brain but we do know that it's just kind of fatty mm-hmm. and oily really and you know probably you know i mean just in this like the this he made it just sound like and it is he made it just sound like you know an animal's organ which it yeah. is because we're animals and it's just you know right <clears throat> anyway this squishy t- textured fatty thing mm-hmm that's our brain. Mm, yeah. With a but lot where going is consciousness? There. Consciousness isn't your brain. Consciousness. It is. I mean, where does it live? Yeah. Where does it go when we it's die? It's only, yeah, it's only alive when you're alive. Your yeah. consciousness dies with you. I mean, I think a lot of people think it doesn't. Right. So where does it go? Yeah. So. I don't know if if you're going to like say consciousness is the soul, then I believe that that definitely transcends. Yes. Yeah. The soul keeps on going. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that life is short. That's what I realized when I turned 40. I was like, I'm not going to let any moments pass me by where I need to tell somebody that I love them or how much, you know, I appreciate them or whatever. Just don't let any, don't let fear hold you back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's easier said than done. It is. It so is. We flip. We it flex so in and out of this space. Yeah. Of like life is short. Oh, but God, I have to do my laundry. Yeah. You know, it's like right. from the profound to the mundane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I hope that you can find some time to practice being in the now. Yep. Being in the moment. Yep. Believing in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We love you. We love you. Take care. Have an awesome day. Yeah. You got this. You do got this. <laughs> wow, we went deep. We sure did. Can I end with a funny thing? Yeah. I had deep thoughts by Nicole. Yes. Please. <laughs> I was sitting, we were <laughs> we were sitting in Leavenworth a couple weekends ago, mm-hmm. and um, I was looking around, and I was like, it's, eventually we're going to get to a place in time where... We're going to not ever age with our, you know, our faces are all going to look the same. And then we're mm-hmm. all going to look the same age. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's going to be weird mm-hmm. because we're not going to have this construct of age that defines who we should, how we should behave and what we should be doing. Yeah. So everyone's going to look like a 20 year old or 40 year old, but they're going to be 82 years old in their month. Mu- I read that too. Did you just read that? No. I was I was in a, uh-uh. reading some beauty magazine and it was all t- talking about how essentially they're coming up with technology right now where you won't age anymore at all. Like you can basically make sure that your face doesn't become any older looking than it is and you can even make it look younger <laughs> with all these solutions and potions and stuff. And... Um, Kind of, yeah, it would trip me out too. It's like where we have, it'd be very bizarre mm-hmm. if we all 
if we'd never aged because mm-hmm. then that's just not it's never happened before mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was entertaining <laughs> sorry yeah oh my god All right. 80 year old 40 year olds 80 year old 40 year olds 80 is the new 20 80 is the new 20 yeah alright guys alright peace out night. peace out oh, bye bye Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts. You can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.